Hello, this is Bad Vibes. Today's video is featuring booze and booze. They will be reading stories number two, four, and six. Please subscribe to him if you enjoy his narration and sit back, relax, and enjoy. Also, I don't remember exactly how old I was. I remember definitely being in elementary school, probably about fifth grade. My mom and I loved to go to Disneyland. We live about an hour's drive away and had annual passes. One of my mom's favorite rides was the Tower of Terror, which I was very much afraid of because of the drops. Right in front of the ride is this little area for fast passes. For anyone who isn't familiar, they're just small machines you can get passes for, and you can skip the line according to the time that's on your ticket. I would wait there while my mom went on the ride. There was always a worker there, plus many other in viewing distance, and I had one of those flip phones in case I got lost. As I'm sitting there, I hear a worker behind me talking to a man, asking him to move out of the fast pass area since they were closing them off for the day. The man walked out and sat next to me. He was about 18 to 20. He asked beforehand if I would mind if he sat next to me, which I said no, since I didn't think anything of it. There is also plenty of space between us. Now, I was a very friendly kid, so naturally, I was going to start a conversation with him while I waited. When I turned, he was already looking at me. He stuck out his hand, offering to shake hands with me and gave me his name, which he said was Light. Now that I'm older and have watched Death Note, I'm sure it was a reference to the show. I introduced myself to him, and we began to talk. As the conversation went on, he scooted closer to me. Again, I didn't think much of it, because we were pretty far apart before. I figured he just wanted to be able to hear me better. It was a relatively normal conversation, asking me where I was from, hobbies, how old I was, etc. Until he asked, Do you have a phone? What's your phone number? Luckily, I had my phone in my bag, so I just said I'm too young for one. He follows his question up with, Are you ticklish? Remember, I'm a teeny fifth grade girl, and he had just told me he was 19. I froze and felt the adrenaline rushing through my body as he proceeds to grab me and squeeze very high up on my thighs and the side of my stomach. This lasted for 5 seconds until I saw my mom, which prompted me to get up and run to her. I walk up though, and she looks really mad and annoyed. She was looking past me, and from behind me I hear, Hi, I'm Light. He shook my mom's hand. I was wondering if I could spend the rest of the day with you guys. My mom said no and he walked away. I began bawling my eyes out to her. She explained the reason why she looked so angry is because when I was a little kid, I used to invite people over to our house or to hang out with us, so she assumed I was doing it again. I didn't tell her about him touching me until I began high school, which I definitely should have, but for some reason I had this idea in my head that I would have been in trouble if I told her. So creepy Disneyland man, let's not meet again. Hi. First of all, sorry for my English. It's not my mother tongue. Anyway, I was around 13 years old by the time my brothers were at elementary school. So my mom or dad couldn't take them, I had to. 
While waiting, I had nothing to help me pass the time. No phone, no nothing. So I was just sitting there waiting against the school fences. While I was waiting, there was just a few other people standing outside of the building. A man. I knew his face as it was not the first time I'd come here. He came up to me and smiled at me. I smiled back and said hi just to be polite. By this time, I was really naive, and my parents never told me about pedophilia or being careful with strangers. He then began to speak to me about random things, and I assumed he was in one of the other kids' fathers, as I saw him pretty often. Little by little, he started asking me where I live, what I like to do, and why I was here. He then told me that he works at Disneyland, and he could take me with him if I want, and that I could also take my little brothers if I wanted to as well. In this moment, I definitely felt something wrong. I was afraid of my father's action if I did something without telling him, so I refused and went to grab my brothers as soon as possible. After that, the man tried to speak to me again, but I avoided him as much as I possibly could. So creepy Disneyland guy, let's not meet again. This story is so weird that I almost pushed it out of my mind. But my best friend reminded me of it last night, and I'm creeped out all over again. When I was 15 or 16, I was on vacation at Walt Disney World sometime during the summer. My family has a vacation club membership, so we would go a few times a year, and we live close by anyway. We were staying in the vacation club villas, which is a separated building from the main hotel. I brought two of my friends, Savannah and Victoria. We got bored around 2 a.m. and went down to the gym. It's open 24 hours. We weren't even going to work out, just take mirror selfies and mess around with the exercise balls. There's a desk for the spa portion of the gym, or maybe it's a sauna, I don't really remember. But since it was so late, there were no employees, so we were just messing around behind the desk and found a notebook. I'm not sure why. I was super annoying at the time but I decided to write my Twitter and Instagram handles, so did Savannah. Looking back, I'm pretty sure we could have gotten in trouble since guests aren't supposed to be screwing around behind the desk. I didn't think much of it though, and we left the gym. The next morning we checked out of the hotel. On the drive back home, I get a Twitter notification. It's from a diaper fetish account. The creepy thing is this account has been active for a while and had disgusting pictures of grown men in diapers and other disturbing pictures of children. Savannah gets a notification too, and we both sit there looking at each other like, what the fuck? The account tweeted us, saying something like, I know who you are and what you've done, and your vacation will end abruptly. They tweeted some more creepy stuff, like telling us to watch our backs, but I knew it was clearly because we left our names on a notepad. I didn't reply back. Then I noticed a new follower, and it was my name, but the username was similar to the diapers account. The account started tweeting my address, phone number, and random pictures of me from deep in my social media. They did the same thing with Savannah's name, and at this point we were both shitting bricks. I get a text from a random number, assuming they were using a texting app, saying that they were watching us and they know what we've done. They started texting me about my boyfriend at the time and asked really fucked up questions about him. I told him to fuck off and blocked it. 
I didn't get any more texts, but the Twitter account continued to tweet me about random details that I know they had to dig deep to find. I blocked them on that too, and put all my accounts to private. I never got any more message, but the Twitter account is still up to this day. So, to the Twitter employee with a diaper fetish, please stay far away from me. I'd completely forgotten about this until just now. I live in Florida, so my family takes a lot of trips to Disney World. And normally, I actually feel pretty safe there, despite there being a lot of strange people wandering around. It was 10 or 11 on this particular trip, when we were at the Animal Kingdom, specifically in the prehistoric play area for kids. My parents were tired of following us around, so they said they were going to go sit in a shady spot and let me and my younger sister walk over to the sand pit, where you're supposed to be able to excavate dinosaur bones. Normally, they wouldn't just leave us out of their sight like that, but we had a pair of walkie-talkies, and the place was only like a 30-second walk away. So anyway, once we got there, I radioed them to tell them that we were there, while we were playing in the sand for about five minutes when static came over the radio, and I took it out of my pocket, expecting them to tell us it was time to come back. But the voice that came over the radio waves was not my dad's, and it said, I see you in Dino Land. Needless to say, we noped so hard out of that sand pit, and our parents met us halfway between where we were and where they were. The really creepy part, though, is when I radioed to tell them that we got into the sand pit, I never said where we actually were, just that we were here. To preface, I was a 16 year old female. I'm quite petite and generally not intimidating. I went to an amusement park with two of my friends who we'll call John and Lucas. John is a 6 foot 6 dude and Lucas is 6'1 and built like a fucking tank. He ended up going into the Marine Corps. Needless to say, my 5 foot 1, 110 pound ass was well protected. We had a fun day at the park. It was getting dark and most of the kids had gone home. We were on our way out when John and Lucas needed to use the restroom. Their restrooms were those shitty little shacks, and the one that the guys chose was in the desolate corner. I didn't need to go, so I waited outside. John and Lucas had been in there for maybe about 30 seconds when a stench hit me. I heard footsteps and turned to see this tall, bulky man in a tattered hoodie. The smell was like a mix of severe body odor and urine. I figured he was homeless, I have a huge passion of working with the homeless population, so I smiled at him and tried to ignore the odor. Hey, girly. I was turned off by that, but decided not to let that deter me. I was pretty naive at this time. Hi, do you need anything? His eyes lit up, but not in a good way. He looked like a kid who had just gotten a mischievous idea. My car broke down. I live out of it, and I don't have any money to pay for anything. Can you come help me? A few red flags came up with that. One, why wouldn't he ask one of the many security guards or employees right by the general parking lot? Two, and most importantly, what the fuck is he doing in a parking lot that costs $20 and at an amusement park that costs $45? I thought about offering him some money, but I already was pretty short on cash as it is. Sorry sir, I don't know anything about cars. He stepped way too close to me, so that he was looming over me. He grabbed my arm, hard. It fucking hurt. 
I don't know why I didn't scream, but I just froze. I was like a deer in headlights, just staring at him in fear. Before he could do anything, I heard the most relieving thing ever. What the fuck do you think you're doing? It was John and Lucas, who had always been a bit temperamental and overprotective. They stormed towards the guy. John backed him up, raising to full height. The guy immediately let go and backed up. Hey guys, she was just offering to help me with my car. John and Lucas just looked at me. All I could do was shake my head. Lucas grabbed the guy by the hoodie and pulled him close. You lay a finger on her, or anyone else, I'll find you and fucking gut you. I noticed that Lucas had pulled out one of his pocket knives. This dude seemed to notice it too, so he turned and ran, metaphorical tail between his legs. Lucas and John confronted me, reported it to security, got me back to the car, and took me home. I told my mom about the situation and asked if they could stay over. She said yes. I didn't sleep much, but thanks to John and Lucas, I did sleep. I never found out if the guy showed his face again or got caught. Even so, creepy smelly perv, let's not meet. This happened when I was around 11 or 12, during the summer holidays. About me at the time, I was a male about 5 feet tall, out of shape, and very shy. I was traveling with my parents in Europe, and we had been to Barcelona and Paris before, with our next destination being Tarragona in Spain, where an amusement park was called Port Aventura was located. We had scheduled to stay there in one of the hotels for four days to visit the park, water park, and the beach club. Now the story I'm about to tell you happened on the third day, in the main park. It was getting late, and most of the areas of the park were closed, except for the Mediterranean area, as a show with the fountains, lights, and fireworks was being held over the lake that night. As it was the week of the park's anniversary, I asked my parents if we could stay and watch the show, but they were way too tired after an entire day of running around the amusement park, and needed to go to the information desk to make sure things that we had bought were properly sent to our hotel room. I'd begrudgingly obliged. As we were in the information center, I felt the need to go to the bathroom. I asked my mother if I could go, and where the nearest one was. Turns out, the closest one is at the edge of the Mediterranean area. My parents were busy at the info desk, and I have no siblings, so they told me to just go alone. I wish I would have waited for them to be done, so I could have gone with my dad. Because what transpired was pretty traumatizing. So I navigated back to the Mediterranean area, and to the bathrooms. The whole area was pretty busy, and lots of people were crowded by the edge of the lake to watch the show, because it was about to begin. I entered the bathroom and went on with my business at a urinal, until I noticed a man looking towards me. I normally don't like when people stare at me, as I was shy, but this time, instead of embarrassed, I felt... danger. I glanced back at the man. He was about six feet tall and in his mid-twenties, with a well-built physique, very short hair, almost shaved... Caucasian, wearing a grey hoodie, dark blue jeans, and leather black boots. It immediately struck me as the kind of person you wouldn't want to find in an amusement park. He was standing in front of the second urinal, as if using it, but I had the feeling he wasn't. I noticed him glancing over at me a few more times. I was done, and eager to leave. I tried to pass behind him, and as I did, I noticed he tried to reach for me. I barely avoided his hand as he grunted, while I made a whimpering noise. The bathroom was very crowded, so no one noticed. As I neared the exit, he left his urinal, and I left the restrooms and looked over at the lake. The show had started, 
There were images being displayed on the water of the fountains with the projector, and a loud music was playing all over the speakers. I tried to blend into the crowd, hoping to lose him. After about a minute of making my way through the cluster of people, I looked back, and not but ten meters behind me there he was, following behind me through the same paths between the herd that I had cut through. He now had his hood up, covering his face, but I could feel him staring me down. I also noticed he was now wearing what I think were black fingerless gloves. Alarms were going off in my head, as my previous stance on the situation went from weird and creepy to dangerous. I turned and started to desperately get to an area I could run away in. After about 15 more seconds of squeezing through people, I finally reached the final stretch of the lake. It was empty, too far away from the main show for anyone to be there, yet the speakers were still playing loudly here. Ahead was a maintenance path, with the gate slightly ajar, and to the left was a turn leading back to the plaza with the Info Central building. I ran as fast as my asthmatic out-of-shape self could run towards the turn. I could hear this man running behind me, his boots getting louder and louder behind me. He was gaining on me. I started to panic and run even faster than I thought I could, but he still was getting closer. I reached the turn, changed direction so fast I leaned towards the ground and nearly slipped. I felt motion behind me, as if someone had taken a swing at me, and I could hear the man's complaint in a language I didn't recognize. My working theory is that it was Russian, but it was some Slavic dialect for sure. I kept running through the plaza directly to the information building, but I didn't hear the man running anymore. I turned around and saw him slip into the service gate at the end of the street. I ran inside the building and grabbed my mom's leg, stuttering and almost crying, but she was occupied with the lady at the counter. Though she saw me distressed, she told me to go sit and wait, and tell her when we left. I tried to protest, but she wouldn't listen. I was paying keen attention to the lady. As I walked over to sit on one of the chairs, I looked out the door and scanned the plaza with my eyes. I didn't notice anything at first, and almost looked away. I saw something behind a direction sign, posted next to a tree, in the most remote and dark corner of the plaza. It was the man. It felt like we made eye contact. I turned away and sat in the chair furthest from the entrance. When we were leaving, I looked over in the same direction again, and he was no longer there. I told my parents, but since I had a vivid imagination as a kid, they chalked it up to me being paranoid because I was alone, and that if it was even real, there were way too many witnesses for someone to try to pull something like that off. I wasn't happy to be called a liar about this, but considering how thick-skulled my parents can be, I didn't insist. I was just happy to have gone unscathed. I tried to forget this encounter and was successful, but having run into the subreddit and other similar stories of near kidnappings, this resurfaced in my mind and I decided to post it. As I was typing my story out, I realized how bad my situation was. The people around at the time were distracted by the show, so no one would have seen me get taken. And with the loud music, no one would have heard me scream or struggle. And the fact that that maintenance gate was open and I saw the man enter it means I almost ran right to where he wanted me. To think that I almost got kidnapped right next to a crowd of people boggles my mind. I've never gone anywhere alone in music parks since. When I was about 11 or 12, I went to an amusement park called Kings Island with my sister, grandma, and mom. Since we knew the area very well and had our phones on us all the time, my mom and grandma would let my sister and I roam on our own to ride whatever we wanted. My sister and I had just got done at the arcade, and as we left the arcade, we made our way towards the Diamondback, 
which was a roller coaster. Before we got to the Diamondback, I told my sister she should try the swing-like carnival ride. I was on the left side and my sister was on the right side, just to paint a picture. As I was about to get in line, a man who looked to be about 30 or 40 walked up to me. He put his hand on my lower back, butt area, and walked alongside me. As I gave him a dirty look, he immediately apologized and claimed that he thought it was his girlfriend. Then he walked away like nothing happened. I bawled my eyes out and immediately ran back to find my mom and grandma. I explained what happened and we decided to leave the park at that very moment. While I was young at the time, I heard enough stories about abductions to know that it could have ended worse. Considering the fact that I was 11 or 12 while my sister was 9 or 10 and he was about 30 or 40, I remember thinking there was most likely no way he thought I was his girlfriend or that my sister was anywhere close to his age. Maybe he did think I was his girlfriend, and it was an honest mistake. Either way, it creeped me out a lot. 